This is Today's Business Leaders, actionable advice from real-world professionals. And now, here's your host, Gabe Arnold. All right, today I have with me Claudia Vidal, and she's going to share with us um, a little bit about her journey, how she has uh, started out to where today she uh, is a, has a best-selling book out um, called Start Sooner. Um, she's going to be sharing some of her experience, her tips, and just her, her entrepreneurial journey along with everything else that she's learned along the way. So thank you so much for being on today, Claudia. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So to start out, um, just give us kind of a brief background of a little history about your life, um, how you got started and how that led to the book and some of those entrepreneurial ventures and then some of the other things um, that you're going to share with us today. Just kind of bring us from where you started all the way up to today. Sure. So um, I'm pretty much a newbie, if you can call that rookie. <laughs> um, I started literally this year, that's when I took the leap of faith. And I said, you know, enough is enough. I need to find my purpose and follow my dreams. But to give you some background, I do have nine years of experience in the human services field. I worked uh, specifically with uh, a nonprofit that offers services to people and families with developmental disabilities. So I was involved with a lot of psychologists, caseworkers, case managers, hospitals, psychiatrists. I mean, so I guess I was drawn to helping people. Mm. I just didn't know back in my 20s uh, why. That's but I had this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that calling, you know, like I, yeah. I just love helping people. The Everybody that knows nonprofit doesn't pay well. So yeah. it's more like a rewarding experience. So that's how I knew I could have been somewhere else. But mm-hmm. somehow I ended up there. Uh, but what I found was that in helping so many people, although I was doing I would say, yes, I was helping. I felt incomplete. I would come home and I could not sleep at times, just wondering how can I give more? What can I do? Some families, they would stay in my head. Like on Christmas, I would be wondering, oh, my God, I wonder what happened. And I figured that working where I was was not enough. I felt like because I had to follow certain structures, certain protocols, you know, you can Mm -hmm. only do so much. So I said, why not just go out there and spread the word differently, you know, give my all to people who really want and, and kind of like, not have to hold myself back. Yeah. Because often people would criticize me such like, you know, like, oh, you're great, but you're always over delivering. You're always going beyond. It's not necessary. You know, that's not your job description. It's like (laughs) this whole job description. And, uh, Uh It was from, you know, that sense of wanting to help. And also what I found through my journey working there was that a lot of my coworkers would come to me for advice. And it's all of a sudden I became sort of like a psychologist. So (laughs) every day they would be there, everything from marital problems to financial problems to work problems. And they seemed to be enlightened. And they would always tell me things like, oh, my God, you should be a psychologist. You should like, I think this is not for you. You should do something greater. So they were, I would say they were probably my inspiration because at some point I said, what if I just share my message with the whole world? Mm -hmm. So I did, uh, I self-published. I uh, decided to write a book about consciousness, about how to become the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. even, even against the odds which is where people tend to get caught up sometimes because of our childhood history or maybe financial situations, even a divorce, grief, whatever 
people experience, we tend to get caught where we know we're supposed to do better yeah. or we could do more, but we don't know how to. So this book talks a little bit about my life. Uh, it gets, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it, but it sort of uh, explains the story of how someone that came and was sort of raised in New York City through poverty, childhood mm-hmm. abuse, um, and all types of crazy stuff. And, and I recreated myself and I said, no, I, I am not going to fall under the numbers of statistics. You know, I'm not going to be one more. I, yeah. I'm going to be one more step closer to being extraordinary, not ordinary. Yeah. And that's when my journey began. And from writing my book, great things happen. A lot of people have great feedback. And now I'm actually working on an online course where I'm going to dive deeper into the strategies. Because I think people, um, they read books all the time. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's good, it's entertaining. But people get caught up with the framework. Like, okay, how can I do it? Or maybe what you did worked for you, but how can it work for me? So I'm yeah. working very hard trying to develop a framework that can help people that's awesome yeah and i think something you mentioned just made me think like it doesn't matter all of us kind of have these barriers or issues you know early on in life or when we reach a certain point of success there's another you know barrier we hit like no matter what happens we're always going to have those challenges um i grew up i grew up really poor you know five younger brothers and an older sister so i understand like coming from nothing and trying to figure it out, which is one set of challenges that life throws at you. But then when you're quote unquote successful at something, um, you may, maybe you start a business or you get a great career or something, then you're faced with new challenges. And it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it just feels like it's all over again, that you're starting again. Uh, so what just Sarah, and I know, um, obviously everybody will be able to have the opportunity to grab a copy of the book and, and obviously go in great detail there, but just share some basics with us about, mindset things that you've learned or how to get from you know stuck to unstuck because i think it doesn't matter where you're at in life i think that happens to all of us as entrepreneurs and life in relationships so like give us some kind of starting points of if somebody is really stuck where they're at what should they be doing perfect yes so um what i realized and i learned this through my uh, i'm going through a certification now in psychotherapy and uh, they have they use a framework which i think is the magic trick it's what they call the perfect triangle. I didn't invent this, so I'm not taking credit, but I learned the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the perfect triangle consists of mind, body, and soul. We all understand this and we hear about it all the time, but I think where we fail to sort of understand is how it actually works. Mm-hmm. And the reason I call it the perfect triangle is because all three areas are equally important. So what I think people do wrong is that they focus on one area more than the other. So let's say when we talk about body, body can be like health, health Mm. and fitness, you know, those things that that your eating habits, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are really focused on that and they great, you know, great shape and stuff. But when it comes to the mind, those negative conversations are there all day long. It doesn't matter what you say. People think one thing, but what you're really telling yourself is something else. And then you have the the spirit part, which is the heart set. And Mm -hmm. to me, that is the most important part, although it's equally important. (laughs) Because that is that, you know, that intuition, that sense of knowing, Mm -hmm. uh, that guidance that sometimes we just know. That's how you develop that. So we all have the natural, natural ability to harmonize all three, you know, all three areas. But 
through belief systems growing up, experiences, dealing with certain people, we lose sense of that. I believe we are all extraordinary by design. It's not like one person is more special than the other. And the perfect example of that is children. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have kids. I have kids. Yeah. Look at a baby, especially the first two years. Mm-hmm. What happens to people's life when a baby's born? The whole environment changes. I mean, your apartment changes, your house yep. changes. <laughs> it's like everyone is in a good mood. Everyone is happy. And it's because children bring this light. It's like this automatic um, peacefulness, uh, uh, charm. You, yeah. you can't even explain it. And, and we get mesmerized, you know, and it's like every little thing they do. Oh, they learn how to do this. Wow, it's amazing. But it's yep. because they have perfect balance. They come to the world with that perfect balance. And unfortunately we take it away from them and that's what happens you know then they go to school and it's not just parents you know you have the education system you have the environment all these factors going on and eventually this child that once wanted to be an astronaut or something like that it's now that somebody that's depressed that doesn't know what to do or that's confused or end up going for a career that he didn't want or she didn't want but maybe mom wanted and Mm -hmm. that is why eventually relationships fail that is why so many things fail because you didn't sort of you're not complete as a whole. You're yeah. not you're not a hundred percent at ease with who you are and who you're meant to be. So then you have a partner that may not be the best person for you and then you sort of take it on that person, you know, yeah. or maybe your children, you're mad because you want them to be what you were supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's sort of like, oh, they have to live to my expectations because that's really what you wanted. Yeah. to do about 10 years, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's finding this perfect um, balance between all three. And then what happens is that if you look at an equilateral triangle, you can form a circle, which is a perfect circle round, right outside it. And mm-hmm. that interface is what we call the environment. Okay. That is the outer world. So from that interface, that's when you can have that full balanced life. Okay. People don't believe in this, but you can. You can yeah. have a life where you have a business, you have a relationship, you have health, you know, you have mm-hmm. all the things that you need in order. But it takes, I mean, I think for a child, it may be easier, but for adults, it's very complicated. Yeah. But it can be <laughs> Definitely. And I think it's interesting I describe that because I think we all kind of know when things are out of whack but we don't necessarily know what to do about it. So is there, are there questions that you start asking or things that you guide people through? Like if they just, they don't feel like things are where they should be, but they don't know where to start. What else, what else do you guide people through? What kind of questions should we ask ourselves? Or how do we go from like being uncomfortable and out of whack to being, (laughs) being in perfect sync with everything or, or at least what is good for me? Cause obviously my, my circle is probably very different than yours. (laughs) Of course, of yeah. course. So one of the things that uh, works for me, I, I use three techniques that I think are very useful. One of them is noticing that you're noticing. And when I say that is notice your actions and notice your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Notice how they make you feel. Mm-hmm. Anything that you think or do that makes you feel anxious, unease, angry, any of those f- fearful mm-hmm. are not, whatever you're thinking is not good. Mm-hmm. It's not. Or it may be a good idea, but you're not, you're not, you need to dive deeper. Something is still missing. So what we do is that we get so laser focused, which is great. You know, when you're starting a business or you're, right. you have a dream, you want to sort of follow 
mm-hmm. you know, every day you want to wake up, do all this stuff. It's great, but you should not force. Yeah. And I know it's easier said than done, but I'm telling you in writing, I, I wrote a book in a month. I know some people, it takes them a year. That's awesome. To be honest, <laughs> the way I wrote this book, I literally, I woke up and I just, I was pulled to do it. Mm-hmm. It was more like, a, a, I wasn't forcing it. I wasn't like, oh my God, in my head trying to, no, no. I just woke up and I said, okay, today I intend to write five pages and it will come out of my heart, you know, and I, I, I would just do it. So it's just noticing those thoughts, how they make you feel. Now, when you feel excited, when you feel um, oh, happy, amazing, mm-hmm. then you are doing the right thing. So that's one technique that works. Gotcha. The next one is not focusing on opposites. And this is kind of funny, but we always focus on what's the opposite of dark, what's the opposite of happy, what's the opposite of not having, what's the opposite of money. When you do that, you sort of, you get caught up between trying to fulfill one side of the of the scale, you know? So it's right. like, okay, if, I'm, if I don't have a girlfriend, I need to have a girlfriend because that means I'm awful. And, and no, it's not true, you know? Mm-hmm. If instead you look at it more like, okay, I don't have a girlfriend, so what can I do to get a girlfriend? What are the things that I'm not doing? Am I going out more often? Am I like not hanging out in the right places? So you see, you start really thinking about things rather than just saying, I need a girlfriend right now. Mm-hmm. So I think we tend to do that a lot. So that, that, that's number two. And then number three has to do with the delayed gratification, instant gratification, which is something we learned in school. <laughs> yeah. Still, you get a star. If you eat your food, you, you know, it's, it's always that thing where it's like a trade-off. Like if you do this, you get that. So mm-hmm. our minds are already wired that way. So what ends up happening is that you have something great right now, but you are jeopardizing it because of the later reward. You don't want to do that. It's your mind that's doing it because you've been doing it since you were little. And it's, then again, it's not your fault. But you are already trained to think that way. So what that does is that it takes you away from the present. Okay. And you're so focused living in the future. And there are other people, too, that are focused living in the past. You know, like, oh, I hate this person, you know. And, and I think we're good at probably letting go. Mm-hmm. But some people are too focused in the future. And then they forget the present. And then there you are. It's probably a beautiful day outside. And instead of just taking 10 minutes to enjoy that day, you don't understand what will happen to you. I mean, just doing that <laughs> would yeah. give you so much inspiration the answers will come but what we do is that we just forget you know we, we forget that the birds sing we forget everything yeah. so i don't know if that's helpful but no that's very helpful that's excellent and that's really interesting what you said about um not focusing on the opposite of what like opposite mm-hmm. result or thinking like that and instead of being like that thinking objectively like what things do i need to get there or like looking in a different light because it's easy to think like oh i don't have the money i want today or my company isn't the size i want or i'm not in a good relationship or i you know like you the example is like you know i don't have a girlfriend or whatever it is and that you know doesn't lead you anywhere except for just wanting what you don't have and not being constructive about thinking through where you are and where you want to be so that's that's definitely an i've never heard of it in that perspective which is really interesting yes um thank you is there any any particular just kind of one-off example from your own story where you kind of realized you were stuck somewhere and then you used one of these techniques or another one that you learned to help you get out of it? Is there anything that comes to mind like that that you could share with everybody as an example? Sure. Um, one of the um, issues that I dealt my whole life was fear. I When I'm telling you fear, from planes to animals, I had all types of fears. Wow. And it was embedded uh, 
I mean, I think it was back from my childhood because my mom used to hit me, physically abuse me every single day. So a part of me was sort of always terrified, terrified that something worse was going to happen, that something bad. So what I did was that instead of shining bright and, you know, showing people who I was, I hid who I was so deep Mm -hmm. that I lost my identity. So I became this version of what people wanted me to be rather than who I was meant to be. So once I realized that I had to stop blaming, that was one of my issues. I blame my mom and I blame my dad for not being around. And what I realized for 30 years, I was living the same life because all I did was blame, you know, oh, if my mom didn't do this, if my dad didn't do that, the moment I sort of stopped focusing on the opposite, which was she hurt me, so I need to blame her and I need to be angry at her. The moment I literally realized that and let go and I saw her as who she was and understood that she was not a bad person, but perhaps she was frustrated herself. And during that time, she was doing the best she could to raise her kids in mm-hmm. a bad neighborhood with no money, with no husband, you know. So she was right. going through her own issues. So once I started exploring what were her ideas and why things came along, I let go. I forgave her. Our relationship blossomed. It's amazing. Like, we could not talk for 30 minutes while arguing. I let go. It's like now I can visit her for five hours. We have awesome conversations. She's changing herself, which I I don't say it's because of me, but I see a great improvement. Like, now she actually is nicer to me and to people. Like, I'm surprised. sometimes. like, oh, my God, is that her? Um, But what I noticed, I started applying this little concepts, like with my dad, the same thing. Instead of focusing on the fact that he abandoned me, I gave him a chance and forgave him. And now we have a great relationship, almost like if he raised me my whole life. The same thing happened with my own relationship. Uh, It wasn't never really bad, but I used to blame my husband a lot for a lot of things. And Mm -hmm. it had to do with the fear and the triggers. Mm -hmm. And once I let go, it it just increased like 100%. Like now he's more like in love with me than before. And Mm -hmm. it's like everything started coming, you know, back to play. So I think it it works. And I'm telling you, I, I don't do anything or recommend something that I don't do myself. I'm mm-hmm. big on that. So yeah. if if I don't try it or if I don't feel like it's working, I would not tell people. Yeah. But I'm so excited because I see the change in my life. My friends, my family, they all see it and how rapidly everybody was so surprised. Like people are like calling me like, oh my God, how do you do this? Do you have like a coach? I mean I coach myself. Right. But um mm-hmm. basically, you know, it was just implementing all these strategies. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's a great example. And a very tough one, I'm sure. It's hard to it's hard to deal with our family and parents and people that hurt us, and then get to the point where you can let go and forgive. So I have a lot of respect for you for being able to do that. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit in the second part here of our interview and just talk about. Um, you mentioned your book, obviously, and you said you wrote that in a month, which is which is pretty impressive. I've I've written a few things and I've never pulled off a book in a month, so that's awesome. Um, talk to talk to me about how you know, a little bit more about how the idea first came to you and then how that month of writing went and what the process has been like so far. I know you self-published it. Just share a little bit more detail about that. Of course. So uh, about a year ago, September, yeah, September last year, I attended a seminar, um, you know, like one of those uh, self-development seminars. Mm -hmm. I was there with my husband and uh, I actually, I wanted him to attend because I felt like I already knew stuff and it was more like for him. (laughs) So I dragged him. He 
he fought me. He did not want to go, but we went. And it was great. You know, I learned a lot of things. But one of the things I noticed or that he noticed was that I was grasping everything. That was pretty much like I didn't even have a notebook, but I grasped everything. And then I started explaining it to other people that missed certain. And then he sees me and then he goes like, Claudia, you're like good at this. And then I said, oh, no, I'm just like giving the information. And then he's like, no, like he's like, how did you absorb all that information? Like you memorize the thing. Like it's like you're almost like the guy now. And he said, oh, I guess I like it. That's why. So then they started talking about books and stuff. And then he pulls me again and he's like, you should be writing a book. And I said, oh, no, I can't write a book. You know, that self-doubt, like, oh, who's going to read it? And he's like, Claudia, I'm telling you, I think people want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. You should write a book. So he kind of put the thought in there. I don't think I would have done it like automatically. But the fact that he saw that, I said, you know, you never know. So one day out of the blue, I started experimenting and I typed my first 300 words and it looked, it sounded okay. It's so <laughs> like to him and I go like, hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, oh, that sounds so good. He was like, are you sure you wrote that? And I'm like, yes, I was just inspired. <laughs> so I just feel like, you know. So that was like in November. I just mm-hmm. did like this 300 words, but mm-hmm. I never did anything about it. But the thought was always there. Mm-hmm. So in May, at the end of May, I said, you know, what? I'm doing this. I did some research. I found out how you could self-publish. So I actually worked with this company. Uh, they, their name are Kit Marketing. And I, they serve as a guidance. You know, they, they mm-hmm. do the self-publishing, but they kind of give you the guidelines. This is what you should do, you know, and, and I presented my idea they thought it was good and they guided me and I followed the instructions I did what I what they told me to do and I just deliver you know I did the book and then I launched and it had great results so that's how the whole idea came about that's awesome and where can people get a copy of the book what's the easiest way to find it this is actually the book right here awesome and uh on Amazon just type star sooner you should be able to get it there so I have the ebook and the paperback. I also created a, an accompanying journal, which is going to come out the day after Thanksgiving. And oh, awesome. it's sort of like a follow-up to it. So it gives people a framework of things that they can start doing. Uh, and it's uh, called 90 Days to Better Thoughts. So it's awesome. kind of like, you know, follows a little bit, you know, and it gives people that extra push. Very cool. We'll definitely send that along when that's ready because uh, this will be coming out a little bit after Thanksgiving. So the time it's ready, it'll be perfect to... Perfect to share with everybody. Um, so that's excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on, Claudia. This is really helpful and valuable. I'm really excited to hear your story. Um, and mindset is so huge in life, but obviously, uh, you know, in business as well. And just the fact that you're able to, you know, kind of have that spark and learn how to follow it all the way through, which led you to writing the book. And, and really, it sounds like leading a much more full and exciting life. Um, that's awesome. And, and very cool that you've kind of not only learned, but discovered some, some frameworks and some kind of tips and strategies that everybody can use to get from where they are to where they want to be. And, you know, and just even just great advice on the part that we dove into even more about kind of not focusing on the opposite of what happened or what you were looking for, but like mm-hmm. opening your mind to more of what's going on is, is really powerful and, and really helpful. So, um, before we wrap up, um, what's the easiest way that people can get a hold of you or work with you or get input or advice from you? Of course. So I am on the process of, like I said, I'm new, so I'm building my website right now. It should be ready in about two weeks, but awesome. you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook business page, okay. uh, Claudia Vidal Inc. Awesome. Uh, so if you look it up, you'll be able to find me. Um, people can always email me too. And that's cvidal at claudiavidalinc.com. I can um, 
send it to you if you like. Yep, that's awesome. easier. Yep, we'll include that in the show notes, and and when the site goes live as well, we can put that out. Um, so definitely shoot of that course. over. And thank you so much again for being on. Um, we'll have you back on again in the future, kind of get a progress update on how everything's going. But thank you so much for sharing everything with our audience today. Of course. Thank you. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. To share. <laughs> You've been listening to Today's Business Leaders with Gabe Arnold. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. For more information, visit todaysbusinessleaders.com.